the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello again and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. If you've been searching for a place to be spiritually fed, you have found it. Like you, we believe the Holy Bible contains the spiritual nourishment we need to become faithful servants God requires to help grow His kingdom here on earth. This program is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church, located in Los Angeles, California. Our teaching pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with today's message. And if you study Jesus' life when he was here on this earth, he was constantly reaching out to others. He took 12 disciples and turned them into a band of brothers. He constantly was reaching across cultural barriers. He invited a woman into his inner circle who normally in those days women were not found in public ministry. Children normally that were pushed away, he welcomed children. He even reached out to a tax collector, a sinner by the name of Zacchaeus, and even had dinner with him despite the criticism from others. Oh, if you know Jesus, you'll reflect Jesus. You'll act like Jesus. You'll talk like Jesus. You will love like Jesus. You will seek to bring peace between people who are divided. A peacemaker number three, write this down, is someone who leads others to make peace with God. You see, once you first make peace with God, then you begin to help other people find peace. Your priority is to lead others to make peace with God. Our task is to know Christ, to reflect Christ, and to share Christ. A peacemaker is someone who is not content to go to heaven alone. I want to say that again. A peacemaker is someone who's not content to go to heaven alone. So many of us hold grudges. We hold on to grudges. We hold on to misjustices. We hold on to pain and bitterness and resentment. We just hold on to things and we won't let things go. And we're only hurting ourselves. But we're also creating something that we will never, ever have an opportunity to share Jesus with the people that we're upset with. And that's really the, the bottom line. There's a story that happened at a Golden Corral restaurant. You all know what a Golden Corral restaurant is? It was a Sunday uh, around noon, and there was a guy that was covered head to toe in Thousand Island dressing. I'm not talking about a little bit of dressing. I'm talking about two gallons of Thousand Island dressing from the top of his head down his face and beard on his jacket down his pants and down to his feet you say well what happened well he was inside the golden corral and there was a a waitress who was carrying a two gallon tub 
of Thousand Island dressing to the salad bar to replenish. And about that time, they have these swinging doors that go in and out of the kitchen. Someone came through there, and those doors swung open and hit her, jumped her forward. She stumbled, and there went the salad dressing over this customer that was standing there. The guy went ballistic. He was shouting. He was cursing. He was saying, you're so stupid. How could anybody be so stupid? This suit cost me $400, and you've ruined it. I want to see the manager. And so this girl, although she was shaken, she goes and she gets the manager, and the manager comes out and says, is there a problem? Yes, there's a problem. (laughs) And the manager tried to calm the guy down, and, you know, the guy kept saying, she's so dumb, and why why would anybody do this, and my suit is ruined, and, and the manager said, sir, we will gladly, gladly pay to get your suit cleaned at the cleaners. He said, no, I don't want my suit cleaned. I... I want this suit replaced. I'm not leaving here till I get a check for $400. And the manager says, okay, okay. He goes back into his office. He writes a check for $400. He comes out and he gives it to this man. And that customer goes away muttering obscenities as he exits the restaurant. I want to ask you a question. It's Sunday, 12 o'clock noon at the Golden Corral. There's a man wearing a suit. Why would anybody have a suit on on Sunday at 12 o'clock noon at the Golden Corral? Who wears a suit at 12 noon at the Golden Corral? There's only one answer to that. It's someone who'd been to church that day. And I don't want to judge because I don't know all the facts, but any time, for any reason... You put up a wall between you and someone else, you are ruining any chance you may have to lead that person into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Peacemakers build bridges in order that they might help lead people to Jesus. And the best way, go ahead and clap if you want. The best way to be a peacemaker is to introduce people to Jesus because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And you know the only way that any of us are ever going to get along because let's face it, we're all different. If I asked 10 of you to give your opinion on one subject, you'd give me 10 different answers. And our, our country is constantly divided over every issue. And um, the only way we're ever going to have unity in this country or between us as human beings is when, when I get my eyes on Jesus and you get your eyes on Jesus because he is the only thing that can truly unite us. If we, had a, if we had a thousand pianos and you tune your piano just kind of the way you think you ought to be tuned and I tune my piano based on how I think it ought to be tuned and you tune your piano based on how you think it ought to be. And then we played the all, we did that a thousand times and we played, they would sound, it would sound, it would be a mess. But if we took all 1,000 pianos and tuned them to the same fork, it would be perfect harmony. And in that same way, you and I, we see a lot of chaos in this world. We first have to have peace in our own heart. We have to have this relationship with Jesus Christ. 
we help build bridges and bring people together, then we introduce them to Jesus Christ, and then and only then will we ever know anything called peace. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7, how beautiful are on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace. And that's what God has called us to do, to proclaim peace to the world, Jesus Christ. Amen? As we close, my last point, stay with me. A peacemaker is someone who becomes a true son of God. If you've been with us the last six weeks as we've gone through these Beatitudes, I've told you this many times, that the Beatitudes, you cannot even understand them in their full magnitude unless you go back and understand the context which Jesus was teaching. And today is no exception. I know most of you think you know what this beatitude means, and I say to you, you have no clue what this beatitude means because you live in today's world. You've got to go back in time 2,000 years ago and put yourself in the audience and know and think what they, were know, what they knew and what they were thinking in order to even begin to understand this beatitude. So let's go back 2,000 years. Are you with me? I want to show you a map of what the world was like 2,000 years ago. Go back in time with me. The Romans were conquering the entire world at that time. If you go all the way to the left part of the map, you will see that they had conquered the land today that we know as Spain. If you go up to the north, you'll see that they'd conquered Europe and Italy and Greece And up to the right, they had conquered a place, what we know as Asia Minor or modern-day Turkey. To the south, they were in Africa. They were in Egypt. The Romans were conquering the entire world, including that little red line pointing to that little tiny dot, which was a city called Jerusalem in the land of Israel. When Jesus stood up to talk that day, He was speaking to people that were living under Roman occupation. Rome was conquering the world through war, through conflict, through battles, through eliminating their enemies, through occupying land, again, including Jerusalem. The New Testament period that we're studying right now is the time of the Caesar Augustus. In fact, did you know that Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, is actually mentioned in your New Testament? It's found in Luke chapter 2, the first few verses. The Bible says that it was Caesar Augustus who had ordered a census to be taken in the entire Roman world. And that is why Mary and Joseph were traveling through Bethlehem the night Jesus was born. There's so much power that even today in our calendar year, the month of August is named after the great Caesar Augustus. In the minds of the Romans, Augustus was a name that inspired reverence and admiration equal to supreme dignity and grandeur during the time of Jesus Christ. The Caesar Augustus, he ruled the world. And Israel was ruled by the Romans. It's all that they had ever known. They had these coins back in those days. I want to show you this coin. This was the coin of Caesar Augustus of Tiberius. He was the second Roman emperor. He would have been the the Caesar that had ordered the Roman census. 
His stepfather, stay with me, his stepfather was the first Caesar of Rome. And in the minds of Romans, you see the, you see the Caesar Augustus here? You see him? You see him? He kind of looks like Larry Bird to me. He just looks, how many of you agree with me on that? Yeah, yeah. Some of you don't even know who Larry Bird is. You've got to get out more. No, no, no. But his, his stepdaddy was the first Caesar Augustus. And in the minds of the Romans, Caesar Augustus was considered to be a god. So in the times of Christ, his stepson, this Caesar had coins with his face on the coin. Do you remember the story where they asked Jesus, are we supposed to pay taxes? And Jesus took a coin. He said, who's on the face of the coin? He said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. Do you remember that? Well, on this coin, if you're you're able to read it or you're able to study, the coin says Caesar Augustus. And then on the coin is inscribed a saying that says, the Son of God the son of his father who was a God in the minds of the Romans so the only the only son of God that Jesus's listeners knew about was Caesar Augustus he was the son of God and so they're here on the Sermon on the Mount people are listening like you're listening they're hoping that Jesus is the new Messiah and in their minds when the new Messiah appears he will appear with a military army they're going to go to war they're going to defeat the Romans and they then would be in charge and so they're listening intently to Jesus talk about this new kingdom and right in the middle of the opening statement of the Sermon on the Mount as he begins this new kingdom he turns to his audience and he says hey I've got news for you you can become a son of God and the people thought sign me up how do I become a son of God How do we become like Caesar? How do we become conquerors? And Jesus says, you have to be a peacemaker. Well, that had to be confusing to them. Because in their minds, a son of God rules with an army. He goes to war and he conquers. And Jesus comes along and says, no, 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 no. It's just the opposite. If you want to be the son of God, you must first become poor in spirit. You must mourn over your own sin. You must become meek and serve in gentleness and humility. You should have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. And then you must give mercy as you've received mercy. You'll receive even more mercy. Then your heart must be pure, solely focused on the things of God. And then you must be a peacemaker. And then, and only then, Can you become a son of the living God, a part of the family of God? They probably had no idea what he was talking about until three years later when he goes to the cross and he dies. And then and only then could they begin to experience what true peace was about. Because a peacemaker is someone 
who's related to Christ. And then and only then will you ever know what this beatitude is even talking about. I close today with these words from Corey Tinboom, who said these words, if you look around, you're going to be in distress. And if you look within, you're going to be depressed. But if you look to Christ, you'll be at rest. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. Wouldn't it be great if there were accessible answers to our spiritual problems? Just like there's a smartphone app for calculating a tip or getting directions to a local store. Most of us have heard the phrase, there's an app for that, popularized by the creators of the iPhone. Well, God has an app for the common problems faced by Christians everywhere. Are you stressed out? God has an app for that. Problem with crude language or gossip? Struggling with prejudice? Brokenhearted? Anxious? Or depressed? God has an app for that too. Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, is available now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. This helpful resource can be yours right now by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also get God Has an App for That on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Come and explore the book of James and discover God's user-friendly solutions for some of the biggest challenges we all face daily. Get your copy of Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, today. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, One Thing. These Scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. I remember leaving the hospital crying and saying that all these people get to leave with their babies, except for us. 
When we got married, I didn't really want to have children. Um, you know, we were later in life, and we just kind of said, let's have our time together. And um, then just kind of out of the blue, I kind of felt like maybe I was missing out on something. We started trying to get pregnant, and she had uh, a couple miscarriages, and then finally got pregnant, and we made it through the first trimester, and um, the ultrasound and everything was looking good. Everything, you know, we were really excited, and uh, we found out that it was going to be a boy, and, you know, that only made it our joy even greater. Uh, her water broke in the middle of the night, and we didn't really know what it was, and that morning we went to the hospital, and they basically told us it's time to terminate this pregnancy. Three weeks later, we lost them. In the midst of our despair and our darkness, we got a bulletin from her sister, from, from Shepherd, that a miscarriage support group was going to be starting. And so Tani contacted Shepherd, and we weren't, we didn't go to Shepherd, you know, we didn't, it was that huge church that, you know, we just felt we'd be lost in. We went to the first class, and I could honestly feel just like a sense of peace and calm and to sit in a room with other people that hurt the exact same way you do. Um, it was just so like refreshing to, be, to know you're not alone. We actually started going to church. And, um, and at first, I felt like every song they sang was about my pain. And everything that they said at the service was about my pain. I, I didn't understand it then, but I think that's how the Holy Spirit was talking to me, to letting me know that it's okay, that He's got me. But I think part of, I think, growing in your spiritual growth is, you know, there's a season for everything. So that season was so helpful for our healing at the time that it was there. So those women and those men, really we all helped each other and walked alongside of each other as we were growing, not only spiritually, but also in our healing process. And when that season ended, it was time for all of us to extend ourselves to others and reach out to others and share you know, what we have, um, you know, the great gift I think that we have gotten and share it with others. We started our own life group and we designed it for couples and we moved into this, our home. We had to get a larger dining room table for the space. I mean, I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is like what I've been looking for, something big and sturdy, but it was kind of too big for just two people to sit at and... And then little did we know, that God perfectly planned it that way. He said, you need to get this big table because one day you're going to fill it with seven other couples. So we had a vision that we were going to be mommy and daddy and with big sister and our little son, and that's not what happened. So instead we have an extended family of seven other couples 
And it's always scary when you open up your home to strangers, you know, because at one point they were strangers. And you never know how it's everybody, you know, how everything's going to blend and work together. But, you know, God said if you are obedient and you just follow, everything will fall into place. And just like He promised, it, you know, it did. And we now have an extended family. I'm Kyle Welch. We invite you to join us every weekday at this time when we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.